Life Audio. Hello, and thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Job 121. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. But look around you, your family, your faith, they're not in the way, they are the way. From the creators of Jesus Revolution comes the incredible true story. It's going to be dangerous and scary and giving up, it's not an option. The story of one family's journey from down under to center stage. Unsung Hero, a for King and Country film starring Candace Cameron Bure and Terry O'Quinn. In theaters now. Visit unsunghero.movie to learn more. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Today's Bible verse is Job 1.21. Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. These words could have been said about the surgeon who saved my mother-in-law's life. I met him during one of her post-op visits, during which time he told me about his experiences having grown up in Nigeria during the brutal war of Biafra. He told me about how his family had lost everything and how as a youth he had hawked oranges to survive. Things didn't become easier once he reached the United States, where he attended college, during which time he'd lost his father due to a condition that would have been easily treated had his father lived in the United States. Listening, all I could think about was all that he had suffered, and how I might have felt if I had been in those circumstances. And yet, as he spoke, he told me again and again, At each turn, I was given a gift. His gratitude for surviving the war, for coming to the United States, for attending college, for getting accepted into medical school, for graduating with a medical degree, not only kept him from becoming bitter, but it instilled within him the deep compassion and passion that enabled him to save countless lives. In some ways, Dr. Vincent Ohaju reminds me of Job, a man who suffered incredible loss who had every reason to, quote, curse God and die, end quote, as his grieving and traumatized wife had advised him to do. And yet instead, he worshiped God, the one who could have presented his pain. Now, if you're familiar with scripture, you might know Job's story. The Bible tells us he was a righteous man. 
and incredibly wealthy, that he was, in fact, according to Job 1, verse 3, the greatest man among all the people of the East. But then he was hit by one catastrophe after another, seemingly in rapid fire succession. He lost everything, all of his wealth, his servants, and worst of all, his 10 children. If you're a parent, you can probably imagine the intense grief he would have felt. If you're not a parent, consider how you would feel if your mother, your father, your aunt, your uncle, your sisters and brothers, the 10 people you feel closest to, suddenly died. That's the type of tragedy able to knock a person's feet out from under them and steal their desire to ever stand up again. Understandably, upon hearing this, Job grieved. We read that he tore his robe and he shaved his head in mourning. And then he fell to the ground, maybe even with his face in the dirt and likely with tears streaming down his cheeks. The point is, he didn't deny his emotions. He didn't numb his pain with a religious slogan. He didn't pretend that the circumstances didn't hurt, that he didn't feel as if his entire world had been upended because it had. But notice what he did in his grief. He turned to God. Scripture says he fell to the ground in worship, a heart posture clearly revealed in the verse that follows, but which I believe he maintained even when he expressed his deep, hard questions to God in the preceding chapters. Some time ago on the Faith Over Fear podcast, while discussing the issue of heartache with Dr. Allender and Kathy Lorzell, he suggested that wrestling with God is an act of worship. And I would agree when our wrestling drives us to God. And that is precisely what happened with Job from chapter one through the end. He continually turned to God for answers and relief, and he encountered the God he sought. In today's verse, we catch glimpses of the theology that drove him first. He recognized that all he had came from God, that he had received everything as a gift. His words also demonstrate that he realized how transient his time on earth and therefore his enjoyment of those gifts were. Yes, he hurt losing his wealth and even more so losing his children, but his pain wouldn't last forever. And one day he would see his kids again. David, ancient Israel's second king, expressed similar sentiments after the death of his son. When his child was ill, David was distraught. In 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 16, we read that, quote, David prayed to God for the baby. David fasted and went into his house and stayed there lying on the ground all night. But then when the child died, according to verse 20, he got up from the floor, washed himself, put lotions on and changed his clothes. Then he went into the Lord's house to worship. And after that, he went home and asked for something to eat. His servants gave him some food and he ate and his servants, they were confused. And they asked him why he was acting so differently when he had previously been so upset, to which David replied, quote, I can't bring him back to life. Someday I will go to him, but he cannot come back to me, end quote. In other words, he knew the baby's death wasn't the end, that his grief would end, that he would see his beloved son again. In this, we see what it looks like to grieve honestly and authentically, but also to grieve with hope. We came into this broken world of sin and pain with nothing, naked. And that is exactly how we'll leave it. But we'll leave it for a better place, a place where pain and suffering won't exist, where we'll experience more joy than we could receive from a thousand riches, where we'll see those who have passed on before us, and where we will stand in the presence of our Savior, stating, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Until then, 
we hold tight to that hope because it is that hope that will help protect us from the bitterness that could completely sideswipe us and potentially keep us from being a gift to others who desperately need hope, like Dr. Ohaju was to my mother-in-law, to my entire family, and to countless other patients and their families over the years as well. Let's pray. Holy Father, sometimes this world can be so painful. We know it's not what you intended, but we also know it won't last forever. Our pain will not last forever. But while we're here, when we hurt, when we doubt, when questions arise, when we're wrestling with the really hard, intense emotions that can come from living in this broken, sin-ravished world, may we wrestle with you. May we turn to you because you are the only one who can truly comfort our souls. And thank you that one day all this pain will be over, that one day we will be standing in your presence, that we will be filled with indescribable joy. Thank you that when we lose people this side of heaven, we know we will see them again. And we praise you for that. Thank you for the gift of your son that enables us to experience that gift, that gift of eternal life through our faith in his death and resurrection. We love you and we praise you. And it is in your Son, our Savior, Lord Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. I'm Don Hawkins, and I once heard Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy say, you can tell if a person needs encouragement, check to see if they're breathing. I'd like to invite you to my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You, featuring encouraging guests like Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley, Dan Cathy, the late Dr. Frank Menrith, Josh McDowell, and more. To subscribe to my weekly Encouragement for You podcast, go to lifeaudio.com. That's lifeaudio.com.